skills are valuable and needed and when you can master a skill and use your unique skills to give back and do good or professionally that is so rewarding. Welcome back to Women at Work, a podcast featuring influential women in the residential construction industry brought to you by Pro Remodeler and Pro Builder magazines. I'm Lane Deacons, your co-host and the associate editor of Pro Builder, and today I'm joined by Molly Elkman. Molly is the owner and president of Group 2, a full-service marketing partner for home builders. She's also the author of The House That She Built, a best-selling children's book that educates young readers about the people and skills that go into building a home. So to begin, can you talk about the work that Group 2 is doing? Yes. So Group 2 is a full-service marketing partner for home builders, and we work with home building companies around the country to connect with potential buyers and to really... Um, you know, have their brand and tell their brand story throughout the entire buying cycle. So we do everything from websites, digital marketing, to pieces that are in the sales office, point of sale, all the way through closing to help builders communicate with buyers. And did you always know that you wanted to apply your marketing skills to the building industry specifically? No, I didn't. Um, I My first job in marketing was actually um, with an agency that specialized in hospitality. So I was really enjoying working um, in with hotels, and I learned a lot in that space that I've definitely applied to housing. But um, my my love of marketing was always first, and then I learned to love housing more over time uh, when I came into the industry. But um, I didn't I didn't think I was necessarily going to go in that direction. I had always wanted to be a writer, so I actually was thinking of going more in the direction of public relations and storytelling. And then I organically um, was drawn towards advertising. And then I worked in, as I mentioned, hospitality. And then I um, worked for an agency where I, um, that specialized in sports performance brands. So I worked for two agencies before coming into housing. And it was a great experience. And it allowed me to apply um, a different thought process when I did come into the industry. Yeah, and you've also had some experience with solo travel as a young woman. Do you think that that trip and that experience shaped the way you approached your career? How did it impact your ambitions and your plans for yourself? Yeah, so I did take some trips um, as a young professional. Um, I Actually, multiple trips where I went with an organized group, so I knew I was safe, but I um, went by myself without knowing anyone. And I think what that does is it when you are putting yourself in an environment where you don't know people, um, it forces you to kind of open up and and go with an open mind and meet people. And I think in marketing in general, um, being curious about other people is is a great way to be successful. So for me, traveling by myself and having to, you know, meet different people and be open to different experiences has always been something um, that is really rewarding and fulfilling. And I think it helps you kind of make friends who aren't necessarily exactly like you or didn't grow up in the same place. Um, it kind of opens you up because it makes you a little more vulnerable and um, open to uh, learning. So for me, that experience um, definitely helped shape you know, my direction. 
And what advice would you give to other women working their way up the ranks and pursuing a management role or maybe starting their own businesses? What qualities or skills are needed to run a company and how can they be developed or refined over time? Okay, so what I would recommend that I still remind myself is just focus on yourself and what you're doing. And I think it's very easy in today's world to be concerned with what everyone else is doing. And that's really a distraction. So, you know, putting those blinders on and focusing on you and doing the good work that you're doing and forging forward and looking forward um, and not getting consumed by you know, everything else. And I think that can be really hard to do with social media, you know, when you're always looking at what is going on around you and what um, everyone else is doing. So for me, that has been really helpful is um, just reminding myself that, you know, I have goals and I need to focus on them and continue doing the work I'm doing. Yeah, and you're also the author of the children's book, The House That She Built. Can you talk a little bit about where the inspiration for that book came from? Yeah, so that um, the book was inspired by a real story of um, women who came together from around the country to build a one-of-a-kind home. Uh, this home was built by all women and women-owned companies, so um, the intent was to show girls that they can do anything. And um, at the end of the project, when the home was ready to sell, um, we decided to turn it into a children's story and to continue the positive momentum, um, show girls that they can have any career they want, and really start that conversation around kindergarten, which is when career-based gender bias forms. So um, the inspiration is the real women who are doing these jobs. And in particular, um, I, I have a friend, Christy Allen, who's a builder, who got me involved in that project. And the professional women in building of Utah built the home. And they're just so inspiring. I mean, these are real people with real stories. They all have different backgrounds. They all got to where they are in such different ways. And um just so inspiring. So being able to use that to inspire a new generation um, was really where the um, idea for the book came from. And if your younger self had read your book, what do you think or hope she would have taken away from it? Okay, so I always thought as a kid that I had to be good at everything. And I think a lot of kids feel that just because they have different subjects in school and you feel like you want to be good at everything. And I think for me, I wish someone had kind of put it in my head that it is, it is okay to love certain things more than other things. You know, it it doesn't mean you don't have to learn math. It doesn't mean you don't have to do art if those aren't your things. But this idea that you have to be good at everything isn't necessarily real. And for me, I always excelled in um, English and art, and I didn't excel in science and math. And I think that's the big takeaway from the book is that all skills are valuable and needed. And when you can master a skill and use your unique skills to give back and do good or professionally, that is so rewarding. So, you know, all that time I learned, I spent trying to learn math and um, trying to, you know, get good grades there. I wish I had applied that more to the areas where I already felt 
you know, self-confident and great, which was writing and art. Yeah, and I think that's something that a lot of young school-aged children can definitely relate to. Do you have plans to keep writing children's books? And if so, will they continue to focus on the construction industry? So I I do have plans to keep writing, but I have some goals in mind. I'm very goal-oriented, so um, I'm not going to write the the next book until we sell 100,000 copies of the current title, and we're about halfway there, um, and it's it hasn't even been a year yet, so mm-hmm. um, I do think we'll get there. You know, books are really interesting. I had never, I didn't know this, but the average book doesn't even sell more than 2,000 in its lifetime. So, um, you know, I set these goals really not knowing anything, and 100,000 books is like a really um, big goal for, a, you know, a, a small independent publishing company um, and, a, and a title like that. So um, I do think we'll achieve it, and I do have a lot of ideas for the next book, yeah. and yes. It will focus on our industry. Well, I know we're all really excited to see what comes next. And lastly, I know you've been a part of our annual Women in Residential Construction event as a guest speaker in the past. So what was that experience like for you being able to share the floor with other inspirational women in the industry? And what were some of your takeaways from that event? Women in Residential Construction is one of the best events that is put on by the industry. It is so moving and it is so empowering and it really was the first women's event in the industry that made me look around and realize how how amazing it is to surround yourself with strong, ambitious women. And um, I am a huge fan of that event and pro and what ProBuilder does to put that event on. Um, I would recommend that everyone who is a woman in the industry, and I know there are men who are supporters of the event as well, um, go to that event because it really is just unbelievable, and I always value it very much. Well, we're so happy that you enjoyed it, and here's to another successful women's conference ahead. We have another one just around the corner. But thank you so much for joining me today, Molly. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much.